Welcome to Quick Hits, a bi-weekly episode designed to give you genuine insights and practical application of one topic. Well, hello there. Thank you for taking time to listen. If you haven't yet, go to ccbtechnology.com podcast for the details surrounding the contest that we're running. Uh, we're going to be giving away a big, beautiful, huge iPad. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, go to ccbtechnology.com podcast for the details and to enter. This is the fifth installment of the six-part series during the quick hits around Entree Leadership Summit 2019. And this is just overflow. This is just coming from my experience of being at the summit this year out in San Diego. Next year's in Orlando in 2020. And I want to say, I, I realize I didn't say this earlier on, CCB technology, uh, uh, the podcast itself, we don't have any kickback or ties to Entree Leadership. Like I'm not saying this stuff on here because I'm getting paid by that. There's nothing like that. This is just good overflow content stuff that we experienced, and that's what we're doing on this podcast. I interview people that have more experience, better experience, are wiser than me, are further along than me, because I want to learn, and I want to do it on purpose. And so CCB, we went out with seven people to the Entree Leadership Summit because they were bringing in fantastic, or as Cameron Gaither would say, amazing speakers. You can do Google that or go to YouTube, oh, amazing grace. Uh, amazing speakers were there, top of their game. And if I tell you about a great restaurant, then why wouldn't I tell you about a fantastic event or awesome, impactful speaker, no pun intended. So what, what are we talking about in this episode? Well, I've combined two of the talks together. Jesse Itzler and Sarah Blakely are married, which I didn't know that until we were there, and they couldn't be any more different from a personality standpoint. But they are both uber successful, so successful. So Jesse first, and then I'll do Sarah's talk, or I'll break down pieces from it. Jesse Itzler. So he co-founded Marquis Jet, the world's largest prepaid private jet membership card company in 2001. That's a mouthful. Basically, you want to rent a jet? Cool. I've got some jets that you can rent. He pitched his guts out to people like J-Lo and Matt Damon and folks like that. He's got crazy, crazy stories of uh, sneaking into events. Hey, I got to get in there and here's why. And doing call kinds of, I guess he took Pauly Shore's name tag and, and wrote his name on it. I don't know. That, that's what he said. And I believe him. I mean, why, why, why not? Um, he's worth about $200 million. I only mentioned that to put it in the juxtaposition of what he's worth. Holy smokes, 200 million. Um, as Sarah Blakely's worth 1.2 billion, I think it is with a B. Whoa, they are very successful. But what is his deal? He says, I didn't come this far to only come this far. He can be as wild as he wants. He can run 100 miles to get the attention of Sarah, which is the story of how they got married. He, he ran a 100-mile race in Spanx just to get her attention, and then they ended up getting married and having kids. The crux of it, I didn't come this far to only come this far. And he talks about when he was back in college, it was $40,000 per year at the college at the time when he was there, $40,000 a year. So he tells people that he got a $160,000 lesson in one class. And it goes a little something like this. He was in that class. He had this project, this group project, and they decided that they were going to uh, pitch 
the idea of brownies. Like, I like brownies. Ah, let's just have a business and do brownies as our project. So he gets chosen, of course, to be the boisterous personality that he is. He gets chosen to be the one that presents to the classroom. So he presents. He's nervous because he wasn't prepared, I guess. And they get done with the presentation. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll stop you right there, professor says. What's your differentiating factor? There's a lot of brownies in the market. Why yours? I don't know, because they're moist and they got chocolate on them. No, what's the differentiating factor? Why yours? And that lesson stayed with him all the way through the years. He was a rapper at one point. So how is he going to get on stage? Why his brownie? Uh, He's not Vanilla Ice. So how is he going to get? It's true. You can look it up. He was a rapper. Um, he encouraged us not to look it up, but then, of course, well, we have to look it up. So we looked it up. Um, it's not a good look. I'm glad that he was successful after that. The jet thing. Why your jets? I don't understand. How do you – you don't even own these jets. How are you going to make this happen? And I bet you already see the theme. Two things are going through his brain when somebody's like, I don't get this jet thing. You don't even – two things. I'm standing in front of Jennifer Lopez. I'm standing in front of Matt Damon. I didn't come this far to only come this far. And – How is our brownie different? What's the differentiator? So no experience guarantees different results. Second thing, get over the fear of embarrassment. You got to take risks and jump. Obviously, this guy is not afraid of embarrassment because he wore Spanx and ran 100 miles just to get a girl's attention. Hey, it worked out. The last quote I'm going to leave you with with him, I'm going to jump over to Sarah next, is most of the limitations that we have When it comes to taking that next step or that next risk, those limitations are self-imposed. Again, the limitations, most of the time, the limitations that we have about taking the next step, the nervousness, the what-ifs, the I'm going to fail, I'm going to look stupid, those are all self-imposed. And they're not good enough reasons, according to Jesse, to not do the thing. So now, transition. Sarah Blakely. He, Jesse, was all over the stage, bouncing all over the place, dripping sweat, talking about running races, and yeah, I'm had a Navy SEAL live with me for all this t- for 30 days to learn about him. I wrote a book about it. You should check it out. Sarah Blakely comes on. She's elegant. She's put together. She sits down. He's jumping all over the stage. Sarah's getting interviewed. And now I'm going to break down how she became uh, a billionaire. <laughs> and according to Time Magazine, one of the most influential people in the world, the very, very short version that she talked about was she wanted to invent something. She wanted to have something different. And for two years, I believe it was, she said, I'm looking at my notes right now. I think it was two years. She just went around and said, are you my idea? Are you my idea? Kind of like that kid's book. Are you my mother? Are you my mom? Uh, And, and her dad had set her up to succeed in this. And so my biggest takeaway, I'm just cutting right to it from her talk was something that her dad said to her when she was growing up. So Sarah's dad, when she was growing up, would say to her on a weekly basis, so kids, what'd you fail at this week? Now all of a sudden, it's ingrained in her that it's okay to fail. You don't celebrate failure for failure's sake. You celebrate failure because you're taking risks. So one of the statements that she said was, go ahead, make mistakes. The worst that can happen is you become memorable. Go ahead, make mistakes. The worst that can happen is you become memorable. 
Now, obviously, you don't want to be crazy stupid with this, and she wasn't either. She did take risks, but calculated risks, which I think that's like way back in the beginning of this podcast, uh, whole podcast thing, episode maybe two or maybe it was the first quick hits. I can't remember, but we talked about calculated risk, and that's what she was talking about. So go ahead, make mistakes. The worst that can happen is you become memorable. Let's make it real. Where did my brain go? Well, not just the takeaway of what you fail at this week, which I've already asked my kids three different times since then at the kitchen table, and now they're buying into it a little bit. Yesterday, Roman said, well, I kind of failed at baseball. Well, how? And then we unpacked that, and what do we need to do to fix that? And well, good. You took a risk. You took some swings. You're not that good at baseball. That's okay. We'll get better at baseball. So where my brain went from here, it went all over the place, but I'm going to succinctly tell you a couple things just to make it real. What problems are we solving was what Sarah's hook came to be for Spanx. What problem am I solving? Are we solving at Spanx? So I took that question and applied it to CCB. What problems are we solving? Well, I think that there's a lot of different problems, not just IT stuff, but let's talk about IT first. IT is complicated. Most people don't understand what IT people are talking about. That's not a knock against IT people. We have unicorns on our services team that know IT and also have people skills, which they are so gifted. But in general, most people don't know what IT people are talking about. or It's, it's ambiguous. So what problem are we solving at CCB? We simplify IT because nobody that we do business with got into business or started their nonprofit or pushed their their idea into the marketplace to do IT. They pushed their idea into the marketplace because they wanted to launch something new into the world like Spanx or they started that nonprofit because they saw a need for children over in Africa or that business, that uh, pharmacy down the street. They started the pharmacy because they're, they're into pharmaceutical stuff. They don't care about IT. So what do we do? We solve a problem of simplifying IT. Then I just kind of went crazy. I think at CCB we're also solving a couple different problems. That business can be fun and filled with integrity. And you can care about people. And you can be profitable. And you can raise nonprofit and businesses to another level by helping shore up their IT. And you can be passionate about this stuff beyond IT And you can help not only your company differentiate themselves, but the companies that you serve differentiate themselves because the IT stuff doesn't trip them up and their mission can move forward. And, and, and we can help people not spend 10, 20, 30, $40,000 in mistakes to make their mission successful. We can help them streamline IT so that the mistakes can be avoided and their mission can be furthered and the money saved can be put back into the business or the nonprofit or whatever to move it forward versus the IT keeping them from succeeding. So there's that. Lots and lots and lots. Last piece that I'll leave you with with Sarah's talk has to do with doubt. Uh, I hesitated to talk about this and then I realized why am I hesitating to bring this up? It's because I struggle with doubt sometimes. People see me as confident. I I do have confidence in things, but there's risk in doing a podcast. There's risk in putting something out on LinkedIn. What if somebody says something crazy? What if somebody trolls you? You know, that happens. So doubt. What did this billionaire with a B say about doubt? 
recognize it, i.e., for example, self-talk. When you start to downward spiral with the self-talk, recognize it. Cut it off. Two, reward yourself. Playback messages that affirm who you are. Remind yourself of that stuff. Reward yourself with the stuff that you've succeeded at by reminding yourself that you have won before. And surround yourself with people that will help you with that. Talk to other people that care about you. Don't just listen to yourself. Talk to your friends. And then the fourth thing, she's very intentional, and so is her husband, about time for yourself. They have kids. They've got families. They have lots and lots of responsibilities, but you have to take time for yourself because a leader with nothing left to give because of exhaustion or stretch too thin or never taking time to rest is pretty useless. People call that burnout. I don't know if you can actually get burnt out, uh, but maybe it just all builds up, as one of the speakers said. Anyway, the thing that I'm implementing beyond just asking the kids, how did you fail this week? is the non-negotiables. So if you want to drop your kids off at school, figure out a way to make it happen. The clock is ticking. If you need date nights with your wife or your husband, make it happen. So that's for me. Those are the two things. We're running a contest right now. So if you're not familiar with the details, go to ccbtechnology.com slash podcast. We're giving away this big, huge iPad. Somebody's going to win it. You might as well go to ccbtechnology.com slash podcast to enter because somebody's going to get it. All right. That's the end of this episode. If you found value, come back. If you found value, pass it along. And if you found value, maybe most importantly, do something with it. As always, please continue to engage with me and with us over here at CCB. Impact podcast at ccbtechnology.com is the email address at CCB Steve is the Instagram handle, I think is what the kids call it these days. And then Steve Shear on LinkedIn. That's a little bit more straightforward in my speed. As always, from all of us here at CCB Technology, thank you for listening.